Terry Savelle Foy. I'm so glad you're watching today. Dad's given me the opportunity to talk to you today and I want to teach on the keys to living your dreams. Specifically about having a vision for your life and even having a vision board. You know, I heard someone say one time that the saddest day in heaven would be when God gives you a glimpse of all that you could have had, all that you could have done, and all that you could have been. But for some reason, you gave up on your dreams. You didn't believe in yourself, or maybe you just didn't have the faith to believe that God could do impossible things in your life. I remember hearing Miles Monroe say that the richest place in the world, it's not the diamond mines of South Africa or the oil fields of the Middle East. No, it's the graveyards, it's the cemeteries. He said in the grave, there's books that were never written. There's songs that were never sung. There's businesses that were never started or even churches that were never pastored. He said, don't go to the grave with your dream still in you. So, you know, I want to talk to you about your dreams. And, you know, a lot of times you can get so overwhelmed with where do I start? How do I even know? Or maybe I'm too old. I've, I've made too many mistakes. I've missed too many opportunities. And you don't even know where to start. Well, you know, I heard this story about someone visiting Will Smith's house. You know, the actor Will Smith? Well, he's also a producer. You know, he produces all these films and stuff. And, and this guy went over to his house, and when he walked in, he saw this big glass wall with, he said, like 150 index cards all over the glass wall. And he said, what is all that? And Will Smith said, well, that's my next movie I'm working on. He said, but, but what is all this stuff? He said, well, those are my scenes. He said, every good movie has ups and downs and good characters and bad characters and conflicts and victory. And the guy said, but this just looks so confusing. He said, how do you even know where to start? He said, oh, that's the easy part. You always start with the final scene. He said, you decide how you want the movie to end and then you work towards it. Well, I've discovered it's the same with your dreams, your vision, the goals that God's put in your heart. Decide how you want it to end, even this year or next year. You decide, how do I want this year to end? When it comes December 31st, you look back over the year and you say to your friends, this has been the most amazing year of my life. Well, what needs to happen for you to say something like that? You decide how you want it to end and then you start taking steps towards it. Well, like I said before, a lot of times you can look at your age and you can say, I'm too old. You can look at your past and say, I've made too many mistakes. Trust me, I've done that before. You know, telling God I'm not qualified. I've made too many mistakes. Or like I said, you think, I'm just too old. I've missed all my golden opportunities. Well, you know, I like to read about successful people who beat the odds. And you know, Ray Kroc, he was 52 years old when he started the McDonald's chain. Or you look at people like Ronald Reagan. He was 73 years old when he was reelected as president of the United States. Or think about people like Henry Fonda. He was 76 when he won his first Oscar, still memorizing lines and acting at 76 years old. Me, I was 38 years old when I started my ministry. You know, just over the weekend, I met a lady uh, um, in one of the lines. I was signing books and hugging everybody, and she said, Terry, I'm 38 years old and I thought my life was over. I thought I was just stuck where I'm at. I said, are you kidding me? I said, stop looking at all the years you've lost. Look at all the years you've got left and let's do something with these years. God can do a lot in 20 years, 30 years. God can do a lot in five years. But you have to give yourself permission to dream. You have to realize God still wants to use you. He still has a plan for your life. So, you know, I've received testimonies from people all over the world who are doing 
amazing things at accomplishing their goals. And it might be goals like what one lady wrote me and said she lost 75 pounds. Another one got her realtor's license or got their master's degree or went on a missions trip. Um, some of them I've received opened a restaurant, got a college degree, got their books published, um, paid off their debts, launched a ministry. One woman saved $100,000 when she didn't even get started saving money till she was 57 years old. Now those are dreams that they're accomplishing and goals that they've set out to accomplish, but the reason they're doing it now is because they got crystal clear on the goals in their heart. And here's a principle. When the vision is clear, the results will appear. When the vision is clear, the results will appear. So you have to get crystal clear on what you're believing God for. You know, years ago, I was just sitting in my prayer time with the Lord and you know, my dad has always taught me that when you go into your time with the Lord, always take a pen, <laughs> Texas has pen, and a journal and expect to hear from God. Practice hearing the voice of God. Well, one time I was just sitting there listening for anything I would hear and I felt like I heard the Lord say this to me. He said, when I know you're ready, get ready. Then he said it again, when I know you're ready, get ready. Well, I didn't even know exactly what that meant, but I thought he probably wants me to get ready. <laughs> so I wrote that down. And you know, years later, I remember my husband and I were getting ready to build a house. We were so excited, you know, make a dream come true. And we went and met with the builder for the first time. First thing the builder asked us was, what do you see? Tell me what you see, describe your dream house to me. And I just sat there going, well, I mean, I, I want a bigger house, um, a two-story house, and he said, okay, but what do you want? Do you want brick? Do you want stucco? Do you want stone? And I said, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. He said, well, what do you want on the inside? Do you want a gym? Do you want a media room, a playroom for the kid? You know, what do you want? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> and you know what the builder told us? You're not ready. You're not ready to build your dream home. You know, and you think about that. In other words, he was saying, you're not gonna move beyond where you are right now. You're gonna stay where you are until you get ready. Well, I discovered that we delayed our dream house by not being ready. And the same is true for us, for you and for me. You will delay your own dreams by not being ready. Well, one of the ways you can get ready, and I wanna teach you that today, is by having a vision and even having a vision board. Having a vision board for you to put pictures and images of what you're believing God for. You know, the Bible says, Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Obviously that word perish means die. It also means choke, croak, give up the ghost, cash in one's chips and go bye-bye. <laughs> so if you don't have a vision for your life, that's what's happening. You're just existing. Well, God's the one who said that. But then God also said in Habakkuk 2, 2, that you have to write the vision. Take the time to write the vision and make it plain. Well, there's one translation that I was reading and it actually said, God answered, write this, write what you see in big block letters so it can be read on the run. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a vision board to me. Write it out in big block letters. Well, like I said before, when the vision is clear, the results will appear. Well, I've had vision boards for years. You know, I've had vision books and I've seen everything from just simple desires of my heart, like say a designer handbag or dishes for my kitchen. I've seen us pay off our swimming pool or my daughter's tuition for school. I've seen debts paid off. 
I've seen churches I wanted to preach in, the largest church in the nation of France, or getting my books published and seeing them in bookstores. I've seen those dreams come to pass once I got serious about my vision, got serious about my goals. But here's the thing, you know, you could give a vision board to your child and you could say something like, you know, tell me what you want for Christmas. Put pictures up here of what you want for Christmas. They would probably fill this thing up and say, give me another one. But you give this to an adult and it will probably stay looking just like this in a closet somewhere with nothing on it. And the reason why is because we've stopped giving ourselves permission to dream. Not only that, we always want to know how this dream can come to pass. See, the number one question that will stop you from achieving your dreams is asking how. See, God didn't say you got to figure out the how. He said you have to have a vision, and he said write the vision and make it plain. Well, I've discovered that God wants you to have that childlike faith to believe that anything is possible. That childlike faith. You know, that reminds me of a story I read about a young boy named Steve who at six years old, you know, he said he was wearing hand-me-down clothes. He came from a very low-income family, and he said he had a stuttering problem. Well, he said when he was six years old, he's sitting in class, and the teacher said, I want all of you to write a paper on what you want to be when you grow up. Well, he said one day he was watching TV, and he saw this funny man on TV, and he thought, that's what I want to do. I want to be on TV making people laugh. So that's what he wrote down. Well, the next day he's sitting in class and the teacher began reading all the papers out one by one. Well, when she got to Stevie, she said, Stevie, come up here. He said, I thought, wow, she's gonna use me as an example. So he walks up there all proud. And she said, Stevie, what did you write? He said, well, I just wrote, I wanna be on TV making people laugh. She said, well, let me ask you something, Stevie. Have you ever been on TV before? He said, no, ma'am. She said, has anyone in your family ever been on TV before? He said, no, ma'am. She said, then take this paper back and go write something more realistic. He said he went home that day. He shared that with his dad, and he said, you know, I was so confused because that was the first time anybody had ever told me what I could or could not become. Well, his dad said to him, Stevie, I want you to take that paper, put it in your nightstand, and every night before you go to bed, take it out, read it out loud, and thank God that one day you're going to be on TV making people laugh. He said, every morning before you get up and go to school, take that paper out, read it out loud, and thank the Lord that this is going to happen. He said he did that year after year after year. And of course today, Steve Harvey's on TV every day making people laugh. Well, my principle here is that God wants you to have that same childlike faith to believe anything is possible. That if you can believe it, God can do it. You know, I always say dream as big as you can and then God will go beyond that. I've even heard Miss Gloria Copeland say, nothing God ever told us to do was possible when God told us to do it. But you just have to believe God. You have to learn to trust God with your impossible dreams. A lot of times I tell people, if your dreams are possible, you're not dreaming big enough. Think about that. If your dreams are possible, it doesn't require faith. And then the Bible say it's impossible to please God without faith. So if your dream looks hopeless, you don't have a clue how you could ever pay off that debt, you probably got the right dream. It's going to require faith in God. And of course, that's his language. So God's the one who said to Abraham, as far as your eyes can see, it can be yours. So my question is, what can you see? What do you see when you think about your future?
You know, you've probably heard me tell stories about Jim Carrey, you know, about him writing a check to himself. You know, back in 1995, he's just this struggling young Canadian, and he writes a check to himself in the amount of $10 million. You've heard the stories, how he didn't have any good acting roles, but he wrote the vision. He postdated it five years into the future, and of course, five years later, he had already filmed Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber. His asking price by that date was $20 million per picture. Now that's someone who may or may not know this principle comes from the Word of God. In fact, I've heard of several different celebrities who've practiced these principles and they're getting results whether or not they know it comes from the Word of God or not. In fact, <clears throat> listen to this. In 1993, a nine-year-old girl was asked by her teacher to make a vision board. She said she penned a photo of the singer Selena known as the Queen of Tejano Music, holding a Grammy Award. She kept the vision board before her eyes for years and years. That little girl grew up to be an international pop star, one of the best-selling artists of all time, and it was Katy Perry. But she knew the principle, maybe, maybe not, from the Word of God about writing the vision and making it plain. It's the same with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, when he had a dream of being Mr. Universe, here's what he said. I decorated my bedroom wall. Right next to my bed, there was this big wall I decorated with pictures. I hung up pictures of strong men, bodybuilders, wrestlers, and boxers. He said, I was driven to think big and to dream big. Everyone else thought I was crazy, he said. But what you do is create a vision of who you want to be and then live into that picture as if it were already true. He had a vision board, basically. So I want to challenge you today. My first point is start with a blank canvas. Just start with a blank canvas. You know, it reminds me of years ago, up here at the offices, we were redecorating the offices, getting all this new look in the, in the headquarters up here. I was over in France preaching, and Courtney, who was decorating, she texted me. She said, Terry, what do you want on this big wall that your desk faces? I texted her back and I said, vision, a vision board. She texted me back and said, huh? I said, I want a big vision board to put pictures of what I'm believing God for. So when I came home, they had it all decorated and I saw this big court board framed. It looked beautiful. It's hanging on the wall. And I thought, oh, I can't wait to put pictures up there. Well, time kept going by. I was trying to get caught up on all my work, but I can't tell you how bad it bothered me. Every time I would look up from my desk and see nothing. And I'm convinced if you see nothing, you can expect nothing. You have to know where you're headed before you start taking steps towards it. Well, it didn't take me long. I started putting pictures and images up there of speaking at events with certain people, speaking in churches, getting the books published, impacting the nation of France. And do you know, every single thing I would put on the vision board began to happen. Why? Like I said before, when the vision is clear, the results will appear. So you have to start with a blank canvas. Give yourself permission to dream. My next point is use your imagination. You know, everything begins with your ability to dream it, to think it, and to imagine it. And of course, God's given you two types of sight, spiritual sight and physical sight. Spiritual sight, that's what you see on the inside. Physical sight is what everybody sees. Well, God's given you that ability to see beyond where you are today, but you have to sit quietly and just use your imagination. Think about it. Do you remember in Genesis when they were building the Tower of Babel? And they're actually building this structure to try to reach heaven. Genesis 11:6. God said to them, this is just the beginning of what they will do. He said, now nothing they have imagined they can do 
will be impossible for them. Think about that. Nothing you have imagined you can do will be impossible for you. But you have to imagine it. You have to dream it. You know, I heard a story about a girl named Tara Holland. She said she dreamed of being Miss America. Well, in 1994, she entered the Miss Florida contest and she got first runner up. Well, she could have given up on the dream, but the next year she went for it again. And again, she got first runner up. Well, again, she could have felt hopeless and thought it just not, must not be my lot in life to win this title. Instead, she moved to Kansas <laughs> and entered the contest. I mean, we got 49 other states, so <laughs> she moves to Kansas, enters the contest, and she won the title of Miss Kansas. Well, later on that year, she enters the Miss America contest, and she won the title of Miss America. Well, that night, reporters are interviewing her, and they asked her, they said, you know, Miss America, how did you stay focused after two major losses? How did you not just give up on that dream? She said, well, what I did was I rented every video I could find of beauty pageants. She said, I watched hundreds of beauty pageants. And she said this, every time they would get ready to crown the winner, she said, I would just close my eyes and imagine that crown going on my head. She said, every time they would sing, here she comes, Miss America, I'd close my eyes and just imagine myself walking down the runway. Well, the night she won, all these reporters are around, you know, and one of them said, Miss America, were you nervous knowing that millions of people are watching you all over the world? She said, no, I wasn't nervous at all. She said, I've done this thousands of times. <laughs> well, where did she do it? In her imagination. She saw it in here before it ever showed up out here. So I'm telling you, use your imagination. Let God expand your thinking. Give yourself permission to dream. My next point, of course, is put pen to paper. Put pen to paper. This came again from the Word of God, but you know what's one of the most important keys to success is to grab a pen and some paper and write your dreams. You know, that's what a, a fighter named John the Bones Jones did back in 2008, 2009. He said he would sign his name as the UFC champ 2011. Now think about the audacity. Here it is 2009 and you're signing your name as the champion in the future. People even said to him, how do you have the nerve to sign your name as the champ in the future? He said, you know what? Every time I write it, I believe it even more. Well, John the Bones Jones became the youngest UFC champion in UFC history in May of 2011. Well, I want to challenge you with the same thing the Lord put on my heart. Was number one, get a vision. Number two, write the vision. Make it plain on paper. Use your imagination. Give yourself permission to dream. You know, I think about my dad's friend, Happy Caldwell, who pastors in Little Rock, Arkansas. He said years ago, he's standing on the beach in Honolulu, Hawaii, and he said he just happened to look up at this mansion on top of the hill. And he just had this thought. He said, I can't imagine living in a house that big. He said instantly, he heard the Lord say, don't worry about it, son, you never will. He thought, well, why not? And the Lord said, if you can't imagine it, you'll never have it. Well, the same is true for you. If you can't see it in here, you'll never hold it out here. You have to see where you're headed before you start taking steps towards it. So I want to ask you today, what do you see? Can you truly see yourself paying off that debt? If I were you, as soon as this broadcast ends, I would call the bank, find out how much debt you owe, get a picture of money and put it on your vision board and start speaking to that dream. 
If you're believing God to get your books published, I would get a vision of that. Go get a picture at the bookstore under the bestseller section and say, my books are published in Jesus' name. If you can't see it, you'll never have it. If you have a dream of getting married, get pictures, make a wedding vision board. If you're believing God to graduate, get a, a, a fake diploma or a degree and put your name across that. Whatever you're believing for, if you're believing to travel or go on the mission field, I would go ahead and get my passport, start taking steps towards that dream. You have to see it in here before it shows up out here. You know, a lot of times I think getting started is the toughest part. You know, I think it could be uh, compared to like what happens with a locomotive. You know, the toughest part about a train is getting it started. A massive train can be prevented from moving one inch by putting little blocks of wood in front of the wheels. But once that train gets up to full speed, not even a steel reinforced concrete wall five feet thick can stop it. Well, the same will happen for you. When you develop that vision in your life and you say, this is what God has put me on this earth to do, there's no force from hell that can stop you from living your dreams. Give yourself permission to dream. Please watch this special announcement. When we come back, I wanna share with you two traits of the most successful people in the world. I'll be right back. Just being able to sit under and hear the word and hear how he talks about, you know, the favor of God working on his life and that it's not, you know, an exclusive thing. It's not like, oh, it's for us people who are, you know, pastors and preachers and apostles and all that. It's for anyone who wants to take the word of God at face value and who wants to apply, you know, those principles that he does. And, you know, he makes it so easy, so digestible, so easy to learn. And so, I mean, I've been able to see that and I, I'd spend all day talking to you, man, if I had the time. So, yeah, absolutely. Just... Learning more about the favor of God, really. The craziest part about this whole thing is that with me, I've been a Christian for 12 years. And so I've spent the majority of my time, you know, in the Word and growing in my identity. I was a drug addict for 22 years. So I, I had no idea about any church at all. And then I got radically saved. And so I've heard his name. Today is actually the first time I ever heard him speak. And I was floored and rocked by what he brought today. And it really, really blessed my heart. I'm so, I'm so not knowing a whole bunch of different speakers. I know, I, I know a very few, uh, very few speakers, but I was so blessed today, and it really overwhelmed my heart because, like, it was just raw faith coming out the whole time, and it was amazing. His ministry has impacted my life through my parents. Uh, just listening to all the words that he's put into my parents these years at Southwest Believers Convention uh, and even speaking at different places like EMIC, uh, which, where I go to church at, uh, has just impacted me through him impacting my parents. I am a partner with the ministry, and it affects my money. Every time I sow a seed into this ministry, whether I buy a book, whether I buy a CD, whatever I buy from this ministry, sow a seed or offering, I see a harvest, I see favor all the time. All the time, not sometimes, all the time.
When the vision is clear, the results will appear. In the revolutionary book, Dream It, Pin It, Live It, Terry Savelle Foy shares her journey of using vision boards to accomplish great things and shows you how you can too. Clarity about your dreams is the single most important step to success. Discover how vision boards work, what to do after you've made them, and the hidden key to living your dreams. Your future begins with a dream. In If Satan Can't Steal Your Dreams, He Can't Control Your Destiny, Jerry Savelle teaches you how to protect and recapture your dreams, what to do if your faith is wavering, and the four universal principles of bringing dreams into reality. Don't wait. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this two-book combo. Dream it, pin it, live it, and if Satan can't steal your dreams, he can't control your destiny. Find out how you can open your imagination and have that childlike faith to believe that anything is possible. Start turning your dreams into reality today. I want to encourage you to become a partner with our ministry. You know, if you want to see your life go to the next level, you can do that through partnership. You know, my dad talks about how there's increase by association. I found that to be true in my life. When I really want to go to the next level, I became a partner with people who are investing in my life the most. So we invite you to become a partner with Jerry Savelle Ministries. You know, before we went to the break, I said I wanted to share two traits of the most successful people in the world. Now, I read this out of Success Magazine. This was, you know, people like Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, or um, Warren Buffett, Howard Schultz of Starbucks, Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, some of the most successful people in the world according to the world standard. Well, they discovered they had two traits that they all seemed to practice. Number one, they're committed to continual goal setting. They set goals for themselves. They have a vision, a dream, a goal that they're reaching towards. And number two, they're committed to continual learning. They don't think, you know, as learning is just this period of life. They think of learning as a way of life constantly reading books, listening to messages, educating themselves. Well, when I began applying that in my life, I saw my dreams start coming to pass. That's where I began to learn about the art of goal setting and making a vision board. And you know, don't think vision boards are just for little scrapbooking people who <laughs> sit at home and make little scraps. No, I have a vision board in every office at our headquarters and we're seeing our dreams come to pass. Well, I want to challenge you to get serious about it. Make a decision that you're not, you're not going to repeat next year what you did this year. You're going to get serious about your dreams and goals. So, you know, we have this special offer, Dad's book, If Satan Can't Steal Your Dreams, He Can't Control Your Destiny. Dad is going to get you fired up about your destiny, and he's going to talk to you about the powerful side of the Word of God that, like I said before, no force from hell can stop you from achieving your destiny once you make a decision. And then I'm going to teach you the practical side of getting a vision, getting a vision board, how to set goals the right way. You know, they say vague goals produce vague results. There are certain ways. And then what do you do once the board is up? It can't just become a piece of artwork that blends in with your home. There are certain things you need to do to see that dream come to pass. You know, I like what Mark Twain said, I can teach anybody how to get what they want in life. Problem is, I can't find anybody who can tell me what they truly want. Well, when you get serious about your vision, I'm telling you, you're going to start living your dreams. Don't delay. Order now. You're going to love this special offer. You can get your whole family involved in the vision board. You're going to be so inspired when you start seeing your dreams come to pass. And you know, the Bible says we serve a God who gives life to the dead and he speaks of non-existent things as if they already exist. I want you to do the same thing. And like I mentioned at the beginning, 
when the vision is clear, the results will appear. It's time for you to go the next level. Don't repeat the same stuff. Do everything God's put in your heart to do. God is no respecter of persons. What he'll do for me, he'll do for you. So I'm challenging you. Develop your faith like never before and go the next level. It's time for you to dream. Thank you so much for watching. We look so forward to seeing you next week. Next week. God has given you a dream. He's given you something on the inside of you that He wants you to pursue. There's something He wants you to accomplish during your time here on earth, and then it's over. But here's the thing. You've got to go back to that place like as a kid, use your imagination, and begin thinking about your future.